1: Let us know what you think so you can help us out and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. Do you remember Lance Von Erich from
0: World Class Championship Wrestling? You can read all about his wrestling career in Portland, in Dallas, and overseas in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. 25 chapters in all. You'll be surprised what you read. Go to LanceByChance.com.
2: All right, everybody. It's the working fans podcast and today we're going to talk about aj's favorite subject because he's here by the way aj strange group man they call dave and yeah one of his favorite subjects in pro wrestling ever aj is a huge huge fan of this guy no we ain't talking about rick flair we're talking about the big show paul white we just found recently as we're recording this he is going to a e w He's all elite, AJ. Let's talk about this guy. Let's talk about his career. Let's talk about some of Big Show's favorite matches that he's been in.
1: Oh wow! You. Woo, Where
2: do you start. I know. <laughs> Go ahead, take
1: it, man. Time. When you when you talk about someone whose catches, catch can style has revolutionized revolutionized uh, <laughs> a sport of professional wrestling, you can't help but talk about the Big Show, Paul White. Yeah. Although oh, I'm sorry i guess we have to call him formerly known as the big show paul white. Yeah, that was The Paul White. Formerly known as the giant paul white. Yeah. Now just paul white.
2: See for a cup of coffee and he was apparently big nasty. If you remember Ooh. that. That didn't last very long, but favorite gimmick was captain insano, not to cut you off because. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, my favorite actual match that he's ever had is on his Netflix series where he's actually <laughs> plays a retired pro wrestler with a family. <laughs> And he has to come home and spend time with his family for the first time since being on the road. And to me, that's the best wrestling he's ever done.
2: It wasn't on Nitro when he powered out of Ric Flair's figure four and chokeslammed him and won his world title.
1: I think my favorite WCW match was the one where Kevin Nash dropped him on his head during the (laughs) powerbomb.
2: Legit, dropped him and hurt him? Yeah, I remember that one. I was going to say his first world title, but technically he won his first world title in his first match. With Hulk Hogan.
1: Yeah. I believe Kevin Nash's reason for that was the Big Show or the Giant had put on weight. (laughs) And he miscalculated because of the last time they had done the spot. And he got (laughs) him up and was like, oh, shit. This is a lot of fucking weight. And then just dropped him on his head.
2: Do you remember the double bear hug him and the Yeti
1: did to Hulk Hogan? I know you were a fan of that. What a great (sighs)
2: submission hole as a tag team unit. I think that doesn't get enough credit.
1: I believe they call it the camel because it was a double hump. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome for that one.
2: <laughs> Sounded better in the locker room. than when Executed.
1: I don't yeah. think those two called
2: it on the fly. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. T- uh, too bad that the Yeti didn't get more of a push there. I mean, he <laughs> did go on to be Reese with the flock. But yeah yeah
2: yeah other
1: yeah. <laughs> he was actually a student Ron Reese just a quick history lesson he actually was trained originally by John Studd before yeah. he passed away yeah so yeah, yeah. there's a there's a little history lesson about Ron Reese for John no stud
2: one of the great giants of our time very successful back in the territory days more
1: apparently he's the one who actually had given the idea to Reese for the double dry hump he said him and andre used to do that to the chicks back in the locker room (laughs) and he said nobody ever nobody ever left unsatisfied so they're
2: hogan's gonna appreciate this (laughs) and to his credit hogan was a pro he sold it like a (laughs) champ
1: paul white at this point in his career going to AEW, it does bring name recognition people will tune in to see what he has to say next week should give him a little bump even though they had a bump this week both nxt NAW both got a little bump in their ratings this week, anyways. But yeah. next week or this week coming up, they're going to have a, another little spike in there because people want to see what he has to say. I'm also intrigued with the timing with Shaq being on the show coming up versus Cody coming up. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. out. Uh, for years it was rumored that we were going to get a Shaq and Big Show match. So the idea now that it's Shaq and Cody.
2: Sidebar. Are you kind of surprised? Does it feel like AEW has not hyped up this Shaq match that much?
1: I can't blame them for that. I mean, it... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, but that's the idea, right? It's the hype to shit. Like, would,
1: although in why fairness, I'm on? <laughs> but but in fairness, in fairness, I know we, we don't
2: want to see them on the motherfucker wrestle.
1: <laughs> no, no, I was going to say we haven't seen them hype it up, but they have actually done cross-hyping on on that, Shaq's yeah. basketball programs and stuff like that. They've actually done a good job of hyping it up on those cross programs, sure. so and that is the target audience that they're going for. Is trying to bring in the right. people that normally watch him in other areas, trying to bring him it's in. That's a
2: great idea, and you know what? Honestly, it, I think we're just so used to Vince McMahon hitting us over the head with this shit that you know, I mean, it's just like somebody else is like, "Wow, my audience doesn't need to hear this over and over again. To, they'll hear it enough, and then we'll do a few vignettes."
1: Well, 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 here's the problem, man. I would
2: have appreciated a Cody Rhodes promo though.
1: Yeah, but here's the problem. If you beat us over the head with it, some of us aren't going to tune in because we don't want to see that match. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. <Somewhat. laughs> so why, why why, would you beat the, beat the real wrestling fans over the head with something that's going to be straight garbage? Mm,
2: mm. Yeah, it's funny. Like I'd have to look at both shows to see what they have scheduled for next week. I know NXT has two tag title matches. I know the women's champs are actually coming over, and obviously, M.S.K. is supposed to have a tag title match with Birch and. uh, Well, the problem is
1: this. Well, the problem is even the girls that are in the match with them, because they Mm -hmm. put the tag match together, obviously as a mixed tag. I haven't been overly impressed. We haven't even seen the girl who's actually teaming with what's her name, the girl teaming with Shaq.
2: Oh, yeah. Getting back to that. Jay Cardin or something like that? Yeah. Dude, I don't give a fuck about this. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
1: But we haven't even seen her in the ring.
2: Right. She looks big and athletic, but we have no idea. So, other than Cody, Red Velvet, (laughs) (laughs) who's doing fine, but it has been basically on dark and not really. But don't get me wrong. Like, she's probably going to be better than Brandy was. Well, but,
1: unfortunately, yeah. the Carter or whatever her name is, she so reminds Cardin
2: or something like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: she reminds me of the girl who came in with Booker T years ago with uh, in WCW, the one who Midnight. could, bar- yeah, the the one who could barely work, and freaking was just a giant of a woman. I I so, until I actually see this one work, that's what she reminds me of. I <laughs> I, I need to see something.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we don't we don't know. But uh, yeah, I have
1: to. I yeah, have to but in work. wrestling, there's a simple trick. You don't if somebody doesn't work well, then you don't show them until it happens. If or, she could, if she or, could really work, she would be working matches with people on singles matches. Or
2: she's so good, they're going to be keeping her as a special attraction cuz she's sure. just that damn good. You don't have faith in that. I don't. And I guess there's, there's probably a reason that. AEW's done a good job the last few weeks with their women's division, but up until yeah. recently like that's probably their area they struggle the most in. And yeah, I know Cody's been one of my favorite things in AEW. So, it's kind of hard for me because like this is probably the least This is probably the biggest profile match that I'm least interested he's had. But it's just Cody's
1: doing some of the best promos of his life. He's having some of the best matches of his life. I think he
2: hurt his rotator cuff too recently in a match with Peter Avalon and Cesar Saboni, whatever the fuck his name is, and he was teaming up with Lee Johnson. They had that match on Dynamite a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think he actually hurt his rotator cuff (laughs) in that too. So he's probably going in this match banged up too, so that's great. That's just good stuff, right? Who's leading this match?
1: Well, you have two people that can work. Red Velvet, We'd actually. We've gone like. way off
2: topic here. Let's talk about Paul White here. One of the all-time greats.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> when he was on Saturday Night Live with The Rock.
2: <laughs> hey, he's had some good moments. Uh, Jericho, him mm. and Jericho were a great team. Um, I actually like Show Miz for a little mm. while. I think those might have been two of my favorite uh, incarnations. Uh, I like the original Giant when they were basically very careful with him at WCW and they actually did a good job booking him until uh, the end.
1: So, um, so what you're telling me is he was at his best when he was with two of the most entertaining people in wrestling as his partner.
2: <laughs> You'll get some heat for saying that about Miz. There's a lot of Miz haters around here.
1: People, People hate on the Miz all they want. The guy has dedicated the last freaking 20 years to wrestling. He busts his ass out there every freaking week. He doesn't take time off. He does the right things, and he's a great ambassador for it. I
2: will say this. I thought it breathed a little life into the show just him having the money in the bank contract absolutely i don't think WWE did him any favors they absolutely booked him worse than i've ever seen him booked in the last year he was fucking jobbing to the lucha bros there the lucha yeah.
1: house yeah. Party guys but here's the funny thing is i think he's gonna hold on to the belt next week
2: yeah i think you're right i think he's I gonna think, drop I, it but yeah i i think
1: week. i think drew mcintyre is gonna come out and freaking cost bobby lashley for payback for him dropping the belt I yeah. I I I honestly believe Miz is holding on to the belt. You think he's holding on to Mania though? I think it might end up being a three way dance at Mania with the Miz, McIntyre, <laughs> and Lashley.
2: Fans will be so happy to hear about that.
1: <laughs> but and, and I can tell you, I'm not sure if I'm in the minority or not with this. But I'm hoping I'm hoping Lashley goes over at Mania. I would rather see him win the belt at Mania. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the word I've heard and people are thinking anyway, at least. They're going to give Drew his moment this year in front of fans.
1: But, yeah, it's possible. I mean, yeah. here's the other thing is I wouldn't mind seeing Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at Mania either.
2: Segwaying back to our topic of the day, the great Paul <laughs> White, <the> big show. <laughs> Let's not forget this historic moment that led to him possibly going to AEW. Do you remember the great angle he was booked in right before he left the Legends Night on Raw? Remember that fiery promo he cut on Randy Orton? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. It was incredible. (laughs) Or
2: basically, I think, maybe called him a loser. Said he was all banged up and he was a coward. Remember what Big Show said in return? He said, I'll knock your ass out, son. Don't even try me. Remember something like that?
1: Yeah. Very very fiery.
2: (laughs) He just walked away with his head down. (laughs)
1: Yeah, very fiery. Between between (coughs) what they did to him and what they did to Mark Henry, I (laughs) thought that... It was a hell of a night for the legends. <laughs> it did great. <laughs> Paul, oh, by the way, Paul White only yeah. forty nine years old. Yeah, I do.
2: Yeah. yeah. Boy does he surprised. look like
1: boy does he look like shit?
2: <laughs> All right, I think he might surprise people though. He's always had the gift of gab, but he's always been in a scripted kind of situation. Now he's going to be off the cuff, so I think we'll see. <laughs>
1: I, I I I for one out of all the possible signings that they could have gotten, like I saw EC three signed with Ring of Honor this week. Yeah, thank God. Uh, yeah. I mean,
2: I would much rather he go the Ring of Honor than AEW. I'm glad AEW got the big show.
1: Yeah, we I don't I, want to reverse that. No, that's the last thing we need is somebody who can actually work a hell of a match and cut a hell of a promo being signed by AEW in comparison. Yeah. To the Mighty Big Show. Uh, So
2: on that note, you know what? I think we've took up enough of time. We saw how AJ feels about this. All right, that's Paul. (laughs) The quote Michael Cole. That's Paul White. That's Paul
1: White. Maybe maybe next week we can talk about me having my prostate checked. I think it would be less fun. (laughs)
2: That's the Working Fans Podcast. On that note, buy a shirt. We're out. (laughs)
0: Fans, welcome back for another week of the 5-3-1, where we take your top five on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, debate that top three, down to a top one. Dave, this week, we got top Jericho matches, and it's crazy because his career spans such a time frame. Mm-hmm. that i'm wondering are we gonna get more newer matches are they all gonna be old or will there be a fair mix
2: uh, i think we'll have some hey, hey funny story here a little behind the scenes action two things one joe tells me before we go on when the music hits you know we're going and i could not hear the music for whatever reason <laughs> so i just see joe moving. i'm like all right guess we're fucking going <laughs> and then i realized i've been running around so much i never wrote down my jericho matches but that's okay As Joe knows, I will wing it, AJ, this motherfucker, all day long if I have to.
0: I was going to say, you got some time, because what I'll do is I'll hit you with two lists right off the bat. We'll stop and talk a
2: little... uh, What I think I actually gave you an extra list by accident, so go ahead. All
0: right. Well, I'll give you two lists. You write up your list. And then after Randy's list, we'll kind of discuss it, because Randy Mm -hmm. Osga, big fan of the show, has Jericho versus Michaels, ladder match 2008, no mercy. Jericho Mm -hmm. versus Guerrero. Fall Brawl 97 Cruiserweight title match, Jericho versus Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 12, Jericho versus Mysterio, Great American Bash 2009, that was a title versus mask match, and Jericho versus Triple H, fully loaded 2000.
2: All good matches with all different opponents, too. You know what would be interesting? Sidebar, now that they're in the same promotion again and they're both big stars, Jericho and Sting. Like, if Sting's able to, like, even hold himself up remotely still, like, it looks like he can, I'd fucking be into seeing that match. Just because it never happened. Because Sting was a main event guy, and Jericho was a mid-card guy in uh, WCW.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll really... It kind of depends how this match at Revolution goes, right? Right. I mean, he took that powerbomb, and he came back this week, but... And he can do some moves, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just seeing what his ability is, and then Jericho... He's been moving slightly slower these days. Jericho has
2: not had the best work. I just think when you have two old pros like that, they can tell the story and they can make it work. But yeah, it's just something that clicked in my mind. I'm like, wow, Jericho sting. I don't think we ever got that.
0: No, I mean, that Jericho Omega match from a couple years ago, phenomenal. Mm. And I mean, this isn't the last time we're going to be seeing Jericho versus Guerrero either because, I mean, I was a big fan of WCW and... When I think Jericho matches, I'm either super new or that WCW run. I'm not super uh, familiar with uh, his WWE run. Oh,
2: man. You should definitely go back and watch his stuff with Benoit in WWE and his stuff with HBK. The fucking storytelling. Actually, his heel run in WWE, I think I've said this before, was so good. He was wearing suits. He was talking quietly, so people had to listen to him. And he, he even punched Shawn Michaels' wife in the face for real. <laughs> like, there was actually heat over it. Like, he was just a bad guy. He tells. You've been a fan now. of that
0: spot. You've definitely told us about that.
2: Yeah, I think I've mentioned this story before. too. He's mentioned on his podcast where there was a kid who wanted his uh, autograph in an elevator. And his wife, uh, or the kid's father, is there. And Jericho won't sign it because he's like, I want these people to think I'm really a piece of shit. And then the father's getting mad. And he's like, come on, it's my kid. Come on. And he's like... He's kind of make eye contact with them. And I thought fucking committed to his character that much. Like, that's why that heel run is so underrated in my opinion. A lot of people who know about it know it's good. But to me, it's it's one of the best.
0: Definitely. Now, the next list I'm going to bring you is another big fan of the show. We got our two heavy hitters right up front today. Jesse from New Hampshire. He's got Ooh. Jericho versus Two Cold Scorpio. ECW, The Doctor is in. Jericho versus Benoit, Royal Rumble one Jericho versus Benoit versus Angle WrestleMania 2000. Mm. Jericho versus HBK WrestleMania 19 and Jericho versus Omega Wrestle Kingdom 12. I mean, yeah, we all know how Jesse feels about Benoit. I feel the same way. Yeah, he I really put on some banger matches. <laughs> and I got to go back and watch him versus Ben uh, him versus Benoit versus Angle because that match. Mm. Another vote That's for Wrestle Kingdom also.
2: Yeah, I was actually trying to think of, because um, I wrote it down in one of my matches, but I'm not able to look it up. But him and Benoit had a ladder match. I thought about it at the Rumble. And, uh, spoiler, that's going to be on my list coming <laughs> up. <laughs> like, like I just, yeah, him and Benoit had awesome chemistry together. So, it's kind of hard to, uh, like, I, that was like I just said a minute ago. It was like his matches with Benoit and HBK are two of the matches in his WWE career. I think they were outstanding. Some of the best matches
0: ever. Definitely. Yeah, I'll Dave, an, uh hold on a second. <laughs> Zach said, hold on. Go ahead. I'm going to cut this out of the episode. I'm only recording audio because I forgot to hit record on video. Okay, that's We'll do the next one feeling? video. Yeah, whatever. Sorry about that. I okay. just wanted to let you know. That's right.
2: right. I'm going to smoothly transition into Zach St. John here.
0: <laughs> the real ZSJ. He'll put a leg lock on you.
2: Yeah, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's also got Jericho versus Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 2018. Jericho versus Cody, full gear. So two very recent matches. Jericho versus Benoit Fall Brawl '96, Jericho versus Michaels WrestleMania 2003, and Jericho versus Naito uh, 2019. Most of his matches were kind of recent, huh?
0: Wow, yeah. I it's a shame that I forgot about that Naito run because I believe that was before the Omega run, right? Or did it go?
2: No, Omega was first.
0: Okay, yeah, because it was Omega then Naito then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. Just his uh Wrestle Kingdom run was amazing and he has had some newer matches that are good despite a lot of the criticism that's levied at him.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. He's had some great matches. I, I I thought recently, very recently, Jericho's had some issues in the ring. Look he's looking he slowed down, but it wasn't until the last couple months where I started to really notice it. So I it might even be part of the like you know, with COVID and everything, I don't know what his schedule is like. Getting to a gym and all that because maybe it's by yeah.
0: design. Maybe his new heel character. Uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You never know with this guy. Yeah, so he's he's, he's interesting. He's he's one of those guys that he'll do little things to irritate you. Did you think he's not doing on purpose, but he's actually doing it on purpose? So yeah, he's, so he's who knows? Good.
0: Maybe it could be part of the gimmick. Yeah. Now
2: uh, ne- I, I'll, I'll go next. I got another list. Okay. I don't know where I. Because I I think I might have a match on this one. Mikey and Fred from the Facebook page. He's got Jericho versus HBK, No Mercy 2008. Jericho versus Benoit, Royal Rumble 01. Jericho versus The Rock, Vengeance 01. Jericho versus Cena, SummerSlam 05. And Jericho versus Benoit versus Carrot Angle, WrestleMania 2000. Sounds like him and Jesse had a similar list here.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Mikey and Fred is roughly. Between our age and Jesse's, maybe a little closer to Jesse, if I had to guess? I don't
2: know. Interesting. I don't know. I never asked him. You know, He always talks to me on the Facebook page. He's a good dude. He always helps out and stuff like that. Yeah, reaches like, out
0: with yeah. a lot of lists. Yeah, He's, yeah, yeah. I would argue he gets to us almost as quick now as Jesse and Randy.
2: In fact, I had not reached him a couple of times recently because we had been so busy. And he actually messaged me. Hey, everything good? <laughs> I was like, yeah, been busy, man. Hitting with some list stop. But I changed some topics. And he, he came back. So I was like... Man, you care. Like, we appreciate that. Yeah, you know? it's
0: kind of insane how this little podcast has kept us so busy between this, our real jobs, and like the opportunities being provided to Live us. Live
2: show, commentary. Oh, God. I hate, I'll tell you right now, cat out of the bag. Guys, if you love the comedy podcast, good. But, motherfucker, like, if I had known we were going to get a commentary gig, <laughs> that shit would have happened. I would not have told hey, guys, we should do a comedy podcast. <laughs> I would have been like, ooh, ooh, Oh, believe busy. me. Th-
0: we've had plans for a comedy podcast, a music podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A r- just it. a real-life talking podcast. We want to... Yes.
2: Now, there's some stuff we're talking about doing for Patreon, which we will set up. And me and Joe have talked about this. We're talking about... Getting real folks. I have to talk to Joe what the levels are. You know, it like what, a dollar or three dollar and a five dollar level. Yeah, I
0: wanna I, if we do it, it'll probably be one, three, and five, because I don't think we've made quite enough of a name yet to really get ten dollars no, from no, no. people. I'm but... just telling you
2: right now, I got ideas flowing. I'm thinking dollar level, you get watch alongs, right? Three dollar level, maybe you get a watch along, and we can talk about, you know, uh MMA and other topics and five dollars, folks five dollars me and jordan you're gonna get the personal details you're gonna get the the gritty the Ooh. dirty stuff what goes in the locker room of the working fans podcast or the late night with the ladies <laughs> yeah,
0: i yeah five hour baby yeah that's not a bad kind of
2: perverts are out there to listen to us
0: <laughs> that's not <laughs> that one, a bad huh? idea because god some of the pre-show talks we've had are hilarious yeah
2: no I'm, names can be mentioned. It'll have to be all code names. But oh yeah, we can. Yeah, we can talk about it. I have a feeling we're
0: already talking a couple of code names on here.
2: Yeah, we might have to. All right, code name Peas might be a real thing.
0: <laughs> Halfway house, how you know who you is? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, oh, we're yeah. we're giving away too much. Y'all owe us fifty You're cents away.
2: for You're that bit. To- <laughs> you it, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> go to the next list.
0: All right, Scott from Voluntown. Starting off with Jericho and Benoit versus Two Man Power Trip, Raw Mm. 2001. Jericho versus Benoit, Rumble 2001. Jericho versus Guerrero, Fall Brawl 97. Mm. Jericho versus Wild Pegasus, Super J-Cup 95. That was the second one. And Jericho versus Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 12.
2: Oh, shit. And he's always got the big ass list on us. I want to go right into Mikey Flynn because... I'm looking at his list, and on it again, is Jericho Rumble, (laughs) Benoit Rumble 2001. (laughs) So, we might have a winner. Jericho Shaw, No Mercy, 2008. Jericho Ray, Bash, 2009. Jericho Omega, Wrestle Kingdom. And Jericho Benoit versus Austin and Triple H, two-man power. Wow, he had a similar list to Scott.
0: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of similar sensibilities here. And, I mean, it shows you what matches he had and what feuds he was a part of. That kind of stuck out amongst it.
2: Now, besides your list and my list, I believe you have one more. Nope. Did we do Randy's?
0: Oh, yeah. We did Randy first. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) Sorry, Randy. Hey, Dave, (laughs) you're stealing my gimmick, brother. (laughs) But, hey, before we get to our lists, Mm. let's do a quick top three for the people of maybe we don't delve into the negatives too often. Sure. But Jericho has had some misses out there. Yeah. And let's just go over, like, three quick misses. And we're fans, so we're not mm-hmm. taking any joy in this. You can see the Jericho picture right up behind me here. Yeah. Oh, we're not on video, okay. so it doesn't fucking matter. But Dave can see it. <laughs> yeah,
2: but you can, you can hear it, folks. You can just fucking mm. hear it.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off. My first miss... I'm going to call it the AEW version of the Festival of Friendship.
1: I think it would
0: have been awesome if we had just seen it in AEW, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to see something they did in WWE. You're trying to set this new company aside, and it's almost like you wanted to take this idea that they butchered and do it right. So I enjoyed it, but if I hadn't seen it before, I think I would have popped so much more for it. Mm. Yeah,
2: I mean I can see that. I'm trying you got me thinking now. You sprung this on me. So, you go to your next one, buddy, cuz <laughs>
0: All right, my next one I mean, it's really got to be bringing Luther into AEW. I mean, Luther's supposedly uh, this big deathmatch guy. And I mean, any hey, any good person gets their friends a job when they move forward. And Dave, that's why we're real sons of bitches
2: here. <laughs> but, you know, I mean,
0: he's staying loyal to the people that he started out with. And I'm, Luther's doing what he's doing, but I wouldn't say it's the greatest.
2: No, no, no. Luther's been a giant miss. I've heard him say in a podcast, like, he got this job because he deserved it. I'm like, well, if he got this because he deserved it then somebody's... Been, I want to see who's reviewing this guy. Yeah. <laughs> this I, match is just fucking awful.
0: Maybe we should go back and maybe one day do a watch-along of some old Dr. Luther matches and see yeah. what the I appeal was of him to bring him in. Yeah. So what you do you got, got for one? your last this? I got miss? nothing,
2: man. I'm trying to think, like, like, because I don't think I remember, like, you, you had a good one, like, bringing Luther in there. Or, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... What would huh. be another... He had a match recently where losing I mean, the AEW belt recent, right
0: after he got it, maybe?
2: Yeah, losing the AEW belt. That's a good one. And but if like you think
0: about it, that kicked off his a little bit of the bubbly. Right,
2: right, right, right. And just, maybe some of his matches recently just haven't been up to par, obviously. So maybe some of his most recent in ring work, like we said, he looks like he's lost a step for the first time. Not shitting on the guy, but the guy's been so damn good for his whole career that, you know, it's noticeable.
0: And he's been so flawless for a lot of that time that I think to finally see cracks in the game, you Mm want to be critical. But I mean, the guy's been at it for so long. He's 50 years old, nearly.
2: Let me give you my list here. I'm going to go right to this because I had to pull it out my ass, obviously. HBK, Mania. Whatever Mania that was. 2003, 19. Yeah. HBK, the ladder match, No Mercy, like someone brought up. Now I'm going to go Benoit, 2001 Rumble. For some reason, I keep thinking that was a ladder match, boys, but nobody's called it a ladder match. So, And then for my final two, I'm going to take some feel-good moments here because uh, these are necessarily like – I was so happy when Jericho won the undisputed title. So not necessarily the match with Rock, but the one after, I guess we'll say with Austin where he won, but just that whole moment. So we'll say Jericho-Austin. You can write that down just to have a match. But that night where he won the undisputed champion, where he ended up beating Rock, who was considered a WCW champion at the time, and then Austin, who was a WWE champion, essentially Jericho of all people unified the belts in storyline purposes. It's crazy,
0: and yeah, it's wild for a Vince McMahon company given McMahon's like real fixation on size.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. And the uh, other match I want to put down was actually the first time he won the world title, but he didn't really win it. It was a TV tape, and it was kind of out of nowhere. He was actually brought up himself that he thought about leaving the company at the time because he thought he wasn't going anywhere. And then randomly we were like, we're going to have you beat Triple H, who's the world champion. And then we're going to do a screw job to kind of get the belt back, which you're going to pin him right on TV. And they did. It was at a Raw taping. What was the tape? It was a Raw live show. I want to say it was some college at Pennsylvania. It might have been Penn State. And basically Jericho pinned him. The referee ended up making like a fast count because this is in the era where Triple H and Stephanie were screwing over everybody and they screwed over this referee. And then basically they made that referee come out and reverse the decision. They bullied him and Jericho had to get about, but it out, but people were in shock. It was a great match, and it was a great moment. So, made my list.
0: Nice. Now, I guess I'll finish up here. I started with Jericho versus Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 12. Mm. Jericho versus Benoit versus Angle, WrestleMania 2000. Jericho versus Wyatt. All I can tell you, it was a cage Ooh. match on Raw. Oh, yeah. 2016, it's when he was on top of the cage. I thought it was fantastic for a raw match and maybe yeah. one of the last big ones that was awesome for that era. Jericho versus Guerrero Fall Brawl 97 and Jericho versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 19. Was was that the raw
2: match they were in the cage and at the end of it. Daniel Bryan who had been with the Wyatt Family like, for a few weeks like basically took off the like vest like the you know, the Wyatt Family like clothes he was wearing and everybody's doing the yes chant because I remember Wyatt and Brian like at an angle fighting in a cage and Brian ended up beating up Wyatt and everybody was doing the yes chant and going crazy.
0: I don't know if Brian was involved in this.
2: Yeah. Well, it would have been at the very end and it would have took it to the place at the end of a cage match. So the angle took place at the very end. So I would
0: have time. to watch. I remember that Jericho said specifically he had those kind of things built up on the corner of the cage. So people could jump off the top of the cage down. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing I remembered notable from it. Interesting, interesting. So, yeah, let's finish this up then. I was going to say we got our top three now. Yeah. Who you got? It's definitely got to be Omega, Wrestle Kingdom 12. I thought we got enough them.
2: votes, yeah. What about Jericho, HBK? Which one? I don't know. I like both of those matches were
0: there. Uh, WrestleMania 19 I see a lot more, or I okay. see the most of. So we'll put that down. Yeah. And looking at a third...
2: I think that Benoit Rumble match. I mean, I'm sorry people, that's that's what got the votes as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, it was that the Angle match got a couple of, uh, mentions, yeah. but that Royal Rumble one I saw it a lot more last. Yeah, time.
2: I think it deserves to be there. I can speak on all these matches. I'm going to eliminate the Benoit first though, not because like it's Benoit, because it was such an awesome, it was such an awesome match, honestly. But the reality is the HBK one at Mania 19. Bigger stage. I'll get to Omega in a second too. Bigger stage at Night 19. Yeah. And the storytelling, which was so good because Sean had just come back recently. He had beaten Triple H and he had a feud with Triple H. And it was Sean's first time back in four years. And we were wondering, are we going to see more Shawn Michaels? And then his next feud ended up being with Chris Jericho. And they had an awesome match and they told a great story. And at the end of it, they embraced and Jericho gave him a low blow. And people were so pissed of it. But HBK won, but it was a great story. Great match. And as far as the Omega one, to me, like, again, not so much maybe the real life story. Like, it really kind of launched Jericho's next career out of WWE. It was like, you know, he had one more, I think, cameo in WWE after this. But, like, this was, like, the big thing that, you know, started off the relationship with, you know, Don Callis, Omega, Jericho, AEW. And so much happened because of that moment. So, to me, like, that automatically was going to get a bye to the finals.
0: So... Ooh, this is a, this is a so tough one. i I'll two. let you
2: lead. What's your gut instinct here?
0: I'm partial to the Omega match because that came at a point where I was yeah, really getting into New Japan. Yeah. Right, and, and you weren't around,
2: actually, during the HBK one, right?
0: No, I mean, I'm yeah. I, I had to have watched it in retrospect, but being so into New Japan and then seeing Jericho come in, that yeah. was a super exciting moment. And then just those matches were amazing.
2: Yeah, so being the guy who saw both of these, I'm gonna tell you what. I think the Shawn match might have been better, but I think the match with Omega in retrospect meant a lot more. So, I'm gonna go with uh, Jericho Omega. Oh, wow. Them. So, Dave, give it to the peeps.
0: You know what the music means? It means you just made out. you yeah.
2: ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here.
0: <laughs> you just made a tough tough decision and guys, if you don't like it, Getting our emails, getting our DMs, tell us what's up. We Yeah being are- <laughs> too nice. Eat shit. <laughs> We're looking for a lot more fan interaction. So we want to hear what we did, what we did right, what we did wrong. Remember, comment in your podcast player. Apple podcast, Google Podcasts. Like just leave something to let the rest of the world know what you think of us. And guys,
2: <laughs> cheat motherfuckers. Go ahead.
0: Work of fans wrestling at gmail.com. Get in Better there. Yeah, we oh hey, if you are somebody bigger, we got XLs. Eventually, mm-hmm. we will be ordering more. But hey, and get
2: if a you shirt. You a big girl in your life too? We got love for her too, all right? Mm. <laughs> Let us know.
1: We'll talk to you later, folks. Bye. Later.